Hey, thanks for joining us here at Prime Marriage Podcast, where we put marriage first. Hey there, and welcome back to Prime Marriage Podcast. We are, believe it or not, we are on episode five. Now, our episode four was in two parts. So, we are on episode five, and I am here. My name is Brandy, along with my husband, Chris. Hello. Yes, and this is our fifth actual episode we're recording, but it will be episode six. It will be episode six. In our six, catalog. Yes. We have a catalog oh, now. my. Yes. We sound fancy. We are fancy. Well, kind of. No, yeah. we fa- we fancy. Like <laughs> Applebee's. So how you been? Ah, it's been a, not a bad week. Just very frustrating at work. A lot of stuff that we have no control over that, and those are the worst problems to handle. You mean a lot of unexpected things? Well, unexpected things, yes, but also just stuff that we have no control over. Yeah. That makes things even doubly difficult. Yeah, I understand. How about you? Kind of that way in life, too, though, right? Uh, True enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've had an I've had an okay week. It feels like we're just we're in a busy season right now. So um, there's a lot of times that we aren't getting bed until late and having to get up early and. You know what? It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. This has definitely been a busy week and it does not feel like it was a holiday shortened week. No. I mean, just Tuesday through Friday felt like a Six week days, and a half. Yeah. Yes. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, just really crawled by it. Part of that, at least for me, is that we do have a vacation coming up. And three weeks from right now, we will be getting ready to go see Boys to Men. At the American Gardens Theater at Epcot That's at Disney, right. so yeah. um, that ought to be a lot of fun. But when I start getting that close to a vacation, anywhere under the thirty-day mark, time slows to a crawl. And this is something that is very different between you and I. It is because I obsess over the vacation. Is there any tweaking I need to do? What changes do I need to make? You don't even like to think about it. I can't. I honestly can't think about it until it gets like right upon us. Yeah, and when I have you say right, many... we're not talking about a week. We're talking no. <laughs> about like a day ahead. Okay. Oh, we leave tomorrow. I guess okay. I let's start pack. thinking about this. So, and it's not that you're putting it off. No. It's just you have so much going on in your head and in your mind and in your life that you're like, I can't do this. Me, I I have a lot of stuff going on too, but I kind of push it to the side because I was like, now we need to concentrate on this because this is, and that's just uh, But to me, my to-do list right now is so overwhelming that to even think about the fact that we're going on vacation and that I need to prepare for it, I can't put that on my plate yet. It's definitely got to still be off in the kitchen somewhere. I can't have it on my plate. Right. I have these other things that I have to check off and take care of first. Um, there's a move, poss- potentially two moves, not with me and you, but with family members um, that we I have to get taken care of. There, there's just a lot that we have to that we have to do, and um, so ask me in a couple more weeks, and I'll tell you whether I'm excited. Right. But for me. Time slows to an absolute crawl, and it just can't get here soon enough, so every week just drags by. And so, you know, that's kind of how my week has been, and it's probably going to stay that way for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know what? I think that we're going to do an episode about how we travel 
a little later down our down our way. But um, so, what do you want to talk about today? Well, today we are going to discuss something that could be very touchy, could be very divisive for a lot of couples, but tends not to be for us. In fact, it probably needs to be a little more divisive <laughs> than what it is. Uh, we're going to talk about money. Woohoo! Money, money, money. That could be a trigger for many marriages. Perhaps, yes, it could. It could be a place of contingence. Like, not that's the wrong word. Mm, conflict. Um, conflict, that's a good word. It could be a place of conflict, um, a, a sore button to push for many, many marriages. A sore butt or a sore button? Button. Oh, button. Okay. Just checking. Because uh, it gives somebody a sore butt too, just thinking about money, finances, bills, yes. uh, different things. So... This episode, we're going to talk about money. This is the part where we say we don't have enough and we're going to hand out our Venmos. And this is where <laughs> you are going to donate to us and give it. No, that's not no, what it we're going to do here. No. Um, no, I think that first off, we do, we do want to say we do not have the corner of the market on this. Uh, yeah. The, I remember in our first episode, we made a statement that we don't have this all figured out. Yeah. We are not somebody who, that's not why we're doing a podcast, because we have it figured out and we do share all of our um, wisdom with everyone. At, no, because sometimes we just have to talk things out and just say, you know, we're struggling with this. And this is something that we tend to struggle with, especially when it comes to... Um, oh, don't say the word. <sighs> don't say that word. It's a naughty word in this house. <laughs> Budget. Oh, uh, you said the yeah, word. Yeah, I said the word. But, you know, having that in place and while we don't have a written budget, maybe we need to, maybe we don't, what we do right now works for us mm -hmm. as far as when it comes to getting our bills paid. We don't, we're not behind on any of our monthly bills. We always stay ahead. God has blessed us richly Absolutely. and we have always stayed ahead on the bills. Now that does not mean that there aren't medical bills hanging out. That does not mean that there aren't student loan bills <laughs> hanging out. Uh, just being honest here, you know, there, sometimes we have made wrong priorities of things. Um, but we are working towards them. We, so please do not look at us as experts in this matter. Please look at us as just, this is what works for us. And maybe it might be something that works for you. Ultimately, what needs to happen is those tough conversations. Ultimately, what needs to happen is you need to sit down and you need to come up with a plan, maybe a budget, and see how it works for you. Yeah, I don't think there's any one right answer for everybody. We have... A system, you know, it has changed a lot since we first got married. Yeah. When we first got married, I was very honest with, I'm not great with money. I'm not awful with money. And in fact, in the years that we've been married, I've gotten much better with it and learning how to stick away a little bit, save, do those things. But at, fir at first, I was still living under that old rule of, you know, it burns a hole in my pocket. So I just told Brandy, I was like, you probably need to do the bills. Because And she, in her previous marriage, was kind of used to doing that anyway. I was. I was. There were many times in my past marriage where my paychecks would go to pay for overdrafts. And so there were so many times that I was stressed and I needed to control 
the bills. Yeah, it was out of necessity, not out of a sense of, I need to control this. And I think the further our marriage got into it, she saw that that wasn't going to be necessary with me. I'm not nearly a, as free a spender as what I maybe made myself out to be. And the fact that I showed that I could save, I could put some back, we could kind of do take care of things that we needed to take care of, that we were on the same page. And as soon as that was kind of revealed in our marriage, she was like, look, to be honest, paying bills stresses me out. And let's talk about that for a minute. I'm a limit person. So if I know, like if I were to be given a test with one question and I have 24 hours to complete that, I will be stressed because there's a limit. It doesn't matter that it's a very doable limit. It stresses me out knowing that I have. A deadline. Because then I will overthink it because maybe that question took me five minutes to answer. Well, why did they give me 24 hours? I'm not thinking right about it. What I need to think more into this. I need to come back to this. I need to research. I need to. And so if there's a limit, if there's a deadline, a limit, then that stresses me out turning that into money, it doesn't matter what that bottom line says. If I know there's a limit, it's going to stress me out. It doesn't matter if it's enough. If we have X amount of dollars left over after paying all of the bills, if there's a limit, it stresses me out. Yeah. So she was like, how would you feel about maybe taking over just doing the bills? And I was like, "I if it's putting stress on you, if it's something that is you know, stressing you out, then absolutely. I will do that to take off the anxiety. And so I took over and it's not been a horrible thing. No, I, 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 like I said, we don't, we're not behind on anything. I make sure that our bills are paid. Uh, we have had to change a lot of things just in the last couple months because of the way, you know, when she worked for the state of Illinois, she got paid twice a month. A month. Now you get paid every, every week. week. So like one of her paychecks, before her end of the month paycheck was always the mortgage right. that was it and it ate up pretty much the entire paycheck but you know we were able to because that is by far our biggest bill of the right. month so now i've had to kind of creatively okay so i need to pull a certain amount out of each one of your paychecks to make sure that we have enough for that mortgage so that the bills that come out of my paycheck can still continue to come out of that. That way we're not stretching or stressing about, you know, it's the end of the month and we only got half the half the mortgage payment or whatever. So we've had to come up with different ways of doing it, be more a little more creative and just be a little more budget-minded, even though it's not a written budget, just knowing the general idea of, hey, this is how much we have to play with. And in doing that, it has created a a different dichotomy in how we spend our weeks, how we spend our weekends when it comes to spending and different things. And something else that's kind of funny, what I noticed, actually, I I didn't notice this. You brought it to my attention one time. And I have to be very careful with what I say (laughs) (laughs) about our financial situation. If you were going to say anything about that. Yeah, because I'll say, hey, you know, we're, we're kind of tight until, you know, the next paycheck, you know, whether it be six days or seven days. So, you know, just be mindful. To me, that's saying, don't go out and spend anything big. Don't go out. But I'll get a text the next day saying, hey, I was wanting to get something from the dollar menu. Is it McDonald's? Are we okay with that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, and it's because she doesn't know exactly what I mean when I say that. I'm the one looking at the account. Now, I started to say, now, it's not that you are keeping me 
from looking at the account. You're not holding it a secret or holding it hostage no, in I any way. No, I have all the passwords on a, on a piece of paper yes, that's on her side of the bed that way. you shared that with me. Yeah. It's just one of those things that, like, I don't really have a need to go into it. And how often do I... Literally, my debit card grows cobwebs sometimes with how little I actually use my debit card. You do the grocery shopping mm -hmm. because you're usually doing it whenever I am doing something else. So I don't have to know about budgeting. I don't have to know about going and buying stuff. Um, so there's, there's really hardly any need for me to really know what's in there. Now, if I am going to buy something... I, I do generally ask you if we if we're good, um, but that's usually that is usually only followed up whenever you have said, "Hey, you know what? We got some pretty big things coming up in the future the, later this month. We probably need to kind of like, you know, step back." But now I'm not an online shopper. Mm -hmm. You are the online shopper. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I don't go and spend money on clothes and shoes. Now, if you look at my closet, you might think different, but. I am not That's the person. because you don't throw anything away. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of life left in it now. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Um, but I don't, I'm not a spender. No, you are definitely thrifty. Out of the two of us, I am definitely more the spender. And even saying that, we don't spend a lot. No. We just don't. It's really crazy. Like we hardly ever eat out. Yeah. We really don't. Um, we, we cook almost all of our meals at home. Now, we have started doing our date nights on Friday nights. However, the past two Friday nights... We've had other stuff going on. <laughs> we so. have. And so, but then, so we kind of moved our date night this week to a Thursday night. And what did we do? We made food at home. Yeah. And so we are not, we, I'm not a, a Starbucks girl. I'm not, I don't, I'm not a Starbucks or Dunkin'. Like, I don't, I'm not a coffee. I love coffee, but listen, I'm going to take my mug to work with me. And just so we can interject this here this is not like i said for every person to say oh this is the way we need to do it maybe you are a starbucks person maybe that yeah. is something that is important to you there will when you have your priorities that's where your money's going to go she says you know i'm not a starbucks person i'm like i don't I, we don't eat out i don't you know buy expensive you know stuff but it's not unlike me if i know a couple months down the road we're going to disney i may go get a $75 gift card right? and just tuck it away because I know we're going to need that later. So where your passions are, that's where your money's going to go. You are still going to spend. So I'm not trying to dog anyone no, who is a Starbucks person. If that's important to you, if having good coffee and just, uh, if you consider Starbucks good <laughs> coffee, uh, but you know, having those things, that's, that's all right. Everyone has their, I'm not here to yuck on anyone else's yum. Well, and, and I was really kind of going into that and I did kind of go on a little bit of a tangent, but I was really kind of going into that meaning like, I'm not, you don't limit me in my spending. So it's not like I'm having to ask you permission to get coffee every day. And, and so, because that's what works. It's just my, I choose once again, I'm a limit person. So that's why I will ask, Hey, is it okay now? I have gone out and purchased stuff without saying anything to you. And it's not like I'm purchasing big things, but it's just what works for us. Some people, what works for them is having separate checking accounts. Mm -hmm. Now, for a little bit, we kind of had that. We 
technically we still do. Technically we do. We do. So whenever um, we got married, we started our own checking account together. Um, and that was through the bank that we have our mortgage through. So, but I had an account at a different bank that became my child support account, which became our grocery money. And so we had kept that separate. Now in my previous marriage, we had separate accounts. And it was due to multiple instances of what I said earlier, my checks going to pay for overdrafts. And so it just became the wise thing because I had children that I had to make sure that I could care for, that I had to get a separate account. Now there are business situations, if you're self-employed and you have um, business accounts, you know, I can definitely see the separate accounts. There are different situations where separate accounts is logical. It makes sense. That does not give you permission to keep the dollar amounts secret if you are married. That's right. Um, mine, I have a separate account as well from before we were married, but mine is more of a lazy thing. I had several automatic deposits <laughs> or automatic withdrawals, Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, several things that are linked to that account that I really didn't want to go through the trouble of switching them around. And in fact, right now I am going to, I'm getting on my phone and I am going to pull up the amount of money that is in my, now granted <laughs> there, there's a little bit of money, little bit that goes into this account every payday. Most of it goes into our joint account. There's a little bit that goes in here. And as of right now, I have $12 and 29 cents in my bank of Heron account because I just don't keep any money in there. Yeah. I get charged the $5 service cheap service fee every month because I don't keep enough in there to, because it's, I just basically have that in there to cover those couple bills that are automatically withdrawn. So I don't have to swap it over. So, you know, and she still has that child support count that you really don't do anything with anymore now that um, we don't get that anymore. Right. No, I, it comes into play um, around Christmas yeah. because I'll put some money from our account into there. So that way you can't see where I'm purchasing things. From. Yeah. And that's, that, that's wise. I look at our accounts a lot. So she can't really purchase Christmas for me, at least, without me knowing about it. I'd say, what is that purchase? You know, and that's kind of how those things happen. So she has that separate, that does make it easier for it that. It does. But we also have another checking account. Yeah. And I want to bring that up because this was something we heard about in a marriage class. Right. And it was just by the people who were facilitating the class. They just happened to mention this. He was like, there's an application out there called Acorns. And some of y'all may know about this, some of y'all may not. I'm not going to say it's been a lifesaver at our moment, but it has come in handy, Yeah, uh, certainly. It's kind of like a quiet savings account. Right. So you can choose if you want deposit into it per month. You can choose an amount or you don't have to do any set amount per month. Or you can choose just to do roundups. And what it does is every time you use your debit card, it will round up to the nearest dollar. If it's an even amount, it'll just do $1 uh, and it will stick it in this account. And it actually doesn't do it on every, it does it on every purchase, but it doesn't do it until you've reached at least $10, I think. And then it just dumps all of those into this account. And it just 
quietly grows. Yeah. And we had it for three or four years without touching it. And it got up over $1,000. And yeah. it ended up coming in real handy when we had to get a new dishwasher. <laughs> uh, we were able to, you know, not have to really stress about that. And we've kept that going. And yeah. so that's been that's been pretty nice, too. And so that's something that you may want to look into. It You can link it with most banks. There were a few, like my bank of Heron, I could not link with Acorns. That's the first thing I looked at. But our U.S. bank, we were able to link with it. So let's talk about purchases. There's a lot of times, like, um, well, just recently I found out that you were trying to surprise me Mm -hmm. with a trip. Now, that's a pretty big purchase that you did not discuss with me. Correct. In some marriages, that could cause major issues. It would have caused a fight. Yes. So what do you think are your thoughts on the guidelines to spending without your spouse knowing? I think it is so subjective. I mean, it really is. I knew I could get away with that because if there's one thing that we both love, it's Disney during the holidays. Yeah. The way they deck out the parks, Hollywood Studios is just gorgeous. Uh, Main Street, it's just, it's such a magical place during the holidays. And we didn't get to go last year. We went two years in a row, Mm -hmm. 20 and 21. And we didn't get to go last year, and I just really missed it. I know that you really love being down there at that time. So even though we had this trip planned for the end of September uh, into October, I really wanted to do a long weekend. Uh, And I knew that if I went ahead and did this, this is going to be the kind of purchase, especially if it didn't hurt us in other ways. If I could do it without you know, digging into the bill money, digging into the grocery money, like every single week saying, hey, we're tight this week, you know, and just trying to siphon off. If I could do it and do it wisely, then it it would be something, even though it's a, you know, a thousand or a $1,500 really expenditure Mm -hmm. that, um, that you wouldn't be upset about it because I know you, I know what you like. I know what you are. Now, if I had done this and said, hey, uh, you know, we're going to start this podcast and I really think we need, you know, this $1,500 computer. So I went ahead and bought that. There may have been a fight that <laughs> night because is this really necessary or is this just you want the latest and greatest and the best? Because I tend to be like that. Number one, I'm a guy. You're and a guys, techie. Yes, I'm a techie and a guy. And we tend to look at things like, well, well, this one is even better and this one's even better. And it rabbit trails until you're spending way more money. So I know about those things. She knows that about me. But when it's something that you already know that you both love and you know that it's going to be valuable. We value experiences way more than stuff. And I think a lot of that came down to it as well. And I think too, whenever you know your financial situation and you know that something like that is not going to take food off your table, is not going to take, mean that you're going to have to um, scrimp sacrificially in other areas necessarily or not pay certain bills or I think that if you are able to do something like that that you know that your spouse or even something that you all have agreed on I feel like that that is a is a approved I guess for lack of a better word um spending but now what about if you were um, going out and buying tennis shoes every weekend or um a new purse like an expensive purse without first talking to your spouse. Right. I know that there are some couples who have set each other up like a 
not a spending account, but almost like um, mad money is kind of what they call it. Like they get so much mad money a month that they don't really have to talk to their spouse about. Mm -hmm. They have X amount of dollars that they can spend without having to talk to. Um, I know other people who set up a, a dollar limit that like if they are out and about and they run across something that is over a set dollar amount and they're wanting to purchase it, you have to talk to your spouse before that. Right. And I think a lot of that, once again, is so subjective and it comes down to common sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know your partner, you know your spouse, is this something they're going to be okay with? We, when we first got married, we did talk about that. We Do you did. want to have us? And I, I think we even came up with some number, but we never followed it because we never had we never those really, situations. Yeah, we never really did that. I mean, that's not something. Well, and here's here's the reason in that there was never a break in trust for them for spending money. We both came into it with histories where we might have needed to use that dollar limit that we needed to set. And then once we kind of got more acclimated to each other, we realized that there wasn't really going to be a money situation between us. There really wasn't going to be, that's not an area of concern. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an area that we struggle with. We did talk about some things before we got married, so we kind of knew the basis. We tithe. That is the first thing we do whenever we, um, whenever we get paid. We return 10% of our checks back to the church. That is something that we both feel very strongly about. We, we talked we even about teach a class on it. We do, and we talked about that before we got married, and so we knew we were on the same page with that. We've talked about bills. We've talked about our money history um, issues in the past. We we talked. We had those conversations beforehand. However, we still were bringing a little bit of our past with us. There's always going to be baggage, especially financially, because there's everyone does things a different way. Yeah. Luckily, we were similar enough, even though, yes, I'm a little more uh, spendy, if that's a word, <laughs> than you are, and you are definitely more thrifty. My wife could squeeze a nickel to the buffalo poops. Yes, that's, I can. Stolen that directly from Golden <laughs> Girls, but that's but yes. So, but there was a there was a um, something that my dad always told me, and it's it's a really good principle to go by. Um, he always talked about how you needed to pay yourself first, um, and as far as savings goes, because savings was not something that you or I either one had a whole lot of experience with in our past because of our set in life, because we were, I was a single parent of three children that had just enough child support and a job that paid minimal that I didn't, I was not able to save. You kind of came from a situation a little different. A, yeah, I was 20 years almost. I was a waiter. So I got paid every day. Yes. And that's so tough walking out with cash all the time, especially when you live a single person's lifestyle and you're usually going out with coworkers after work and doing what, I mean, you, you leave there with a hundred and you get home with 50 and you're you like, what's going on? You just reinvested your money. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're probably not the right things. But that was something I had to get used to when I did get a normal job of how to, you know, reallocate and rebudget. And but savings wasn't a big thing no, for either one of us. No. And so that was learning to pay ourselves and learning to put back. And there's times that we still struggle with that. Mm. Um, honestly, kind of the way that we pay ourselves is by planning vacations. Now, is that the smartest thing? No, but we also save. Like I said, we have the Acorns account. Um, but... We learned early on 
our money language and how we both felt and that there wasn't really an issue of trust between us in that manner. And so we didn't have those areas of concern. However, money causes a lot of trouble in a lot of marriages. It does. There's a lot of statistics that would go right on to say that. Um, I was reading an article earlier. It said typically around 41% of divorced Gen X Gen Xers, along with 29% of divorced boomers, state the reason their marriage ended was due to financial disagreements. That's huge. That's, that's a huge percentage. Yeah. I mean, this isn't something that, you know, well, I guess it affects some people. No, it affects everybody. And because people have such different ideas about how money should be managed, it can cause real rifts. This is why it is so important before you ever even get married to have these conversations and say, what are your feelings about this? How do you, how do you look at this and, and in your mind, what's your perspective on what we need to be doing to spend or to save or to, you know, luckily we were very similar on that and the areas that we were different, we were able to find a medium. Yeah. What are our goals? Where do we want to be? What? Um, let's get a plan to knock out this debt. Um, credit cards. How many credit cards is a valid number of credit cards? Do we trust ourselves enough to have credit cards? Um, can we handle that debt if we do have the credit cards? Those are all questions that need to be asked. However, I have a feeling that there's a lot of people that we're probably talking to that are already past that marriage situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're they're finding themselves and they're like, yeah, you're hitting some of it, but what do we do? We're already in it. It's never too late to talk. There's gonna be times that you're gonna need to sit down and reevaluate. We try to talk. Now we, as he said, we do not set a budget. We've kind of learned our budget, but we sit down and we talk. What's our goals? What do we need to, you know, and there's stuff that sometimes that really starts pressing on my heart. And I'm like, hey, I think we need to talk about this. We really need to be addressing this or we need to put more money towards this. Um, with my job change recently, retirement. I had a, a kind of a, a silent retirement in my, in my previous job, but I had to be more intentional in starting it up with this job. And uh, how much is should I be putting in it? And just talking out our goals. It's not a one-time conversation. No, you're going to have to revisit this pretty much anytime anything shifts in your finances. It's time for another conversation. Well, what do we do? We just paid off our car. Well, what do we do with this extra money? Because if it, life has taught me anything, the more you make, the more you're going to spend. That's right. Uh, you know, these people. More who, money is not the solution. No, it's really not. You have to learn to live within your means where you're at. Then if you get more, you'll be living within your means there. And there are probably going to be some to save as long as you have that kind of discipline. Yeah. You have to have some discipline when it comes to your money. So one of my goals, and this is not something that we have reached yet, but one of my goals is that one of our incomes covers all of our bills. The other income goes for savings or for retirement or for investments or for saving for vacation or whatever going and it is. buying that pair of tennis shoes that you've been wanting, whatever there's, it's not 
earmarked for anything. Or the fact that, you know, you and I do at least three or four times a night enjoy sitting down and watching a show or yes. watching a movie. And the fact that we're still doing it on a 13-inch television or a 32-inch television that's <laughs> not even full HD or 4K. It's because, number one, we're not, we don't hugely value things. No. We, we, like I said before, we are so much more into experiences than things. Where are your priorities? Yeah. Because that's where it's going to show. Right. And so you need to sit down, have those difficult conversations, and work towards those goals that you set. Have those tough, lean into those tough conversations. Because if you don't, you're going to end up like one of those statistics. I don't want to end up as a, as a statistic. I don't want to be the one that's like, yeah, money ruined us. I don't want that for us. I don't want that for any of our marriages, any marriages that are um, that are struggling. I mean, in this economy, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's struggling right now. Everybody kind of feels the burn a little bit, but you have to reevaluate. Maybe you might have to give up some things. Maybe you might have to have more conversations. Maybe a second job is on the horizon. You know, whatever it is, if, if you have certain goals in mind, you've got to come to an understanding of what do we need to do together as a, as a family, as a married couple, what do we need to do to reach those goals? Yeah. And it's not going to look the same as every other couple out it's there. Not. It's going to look different for some people really ascribe to the whole Dave Ramsey system. They yes. do the debt snowball. They're able to use the envelope system and use cash as archaic as that may sound. It works for some people and they're able to, you know, get those things accomplished and, and get out of debt. For other people, it, it's not a matter of that. As long as you're just not out there just blowing money left and right and not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. you're, if you're doing it and you're thinking about it, you're giving it conscious thought, then come up with a system that's right for you and your marriage and your family. Yeah. And don't hide it. Don't think, well, he's not going to approve of it, so I'm not going to tell him. It's all got to be dragged yeah, out. That's a slippery slope that because is... that will come out. And then it's not just going to come out that one time. That it's When it comes out. All of it will come out. That's I have right. been through that situation on both ends of that situation. So, yeah, that that's the worst thing you can do is hide it. What do you think? Anything else we need to talk about? I don't think so. I mean, like I said, this wasn't an episode where we're going to tell you what you need to do. No, we're going to give you a little bit of advice to at least start conversations, to start the monologue with someone and say, hey, you know, we... we is this working for us? Right. And that's really where it needs to start. Is what we're doing working? If yeah. not, we need to change things. Yeah. Because we've had to have those conversations a couple of times. Yes, we have. What are our goals? Where do we see uh, our marriage in five years? Where do we see financially um, our retirement? What What is our retirement goals? Do we have um, an age that we want to retire? Do we have um, a lifestyle that we need to make sure that we can achieve what do we need to do? There's a lot of there's a lot of what ifs. Do we need to separate our our um, accounts? Is it is there trust issues that we need to work through? There's a lot of conversation that needs to happen, and a lot of times it's avoided because you know that there's going to be an argument or a disagreement. And so if you know that it's going to be an issue. You have got to come into it with a plan and be willing to step away, not walk away, but step away whenever emotions get high. 
Right. And you, then you come, come back, back and revisit it. And revisit. And be flexible. You're not going to be able to strictly have your way on everything. No, this is just your your spouse your spouse's feelings are just as valid as yours. Absolutely. So look at it that way and that's just our advice. You come up with what works for you. Yeah. What do you think? I think a lot of things. I think we might have a couple of uh, really fun episodes in the near future. Mm. Yeah, I think that maybe we might be talking about some interesting topics. <laughs> well, we'll just kind of leave that as a cliffhanger. So. Yes, I am so glad that you all joined us today listening to a Prime Marriage Podcast. Please make sure that you comment on it, like us. Um, you can find all of this, all of our information on our website, primemarriagepodcast.com. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Wherever you do listen to us, go out there and give us a review. Those yeah. kind of things help because when people look at our podcast and they see no reviews or they see like one star they're likely to just pass us over. And so give us a review, you know, let us know. Even if it's not five stars, perfect. I mean, they sound like hollow, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. You know, we've tried to address that, but you know, you never know. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Go out there, re- give us a review, check out the website. You can check out our Facebook page as well. That's the Prime Marriage Podcast yes. on Facebook. And you know what? I think I want to challenge people. I think I want to start challenging people every week with something. Um, Because information is great, Mm -hmm. but it does nothing if you don't put feet to it. So I think that I want to challenge our listeners to address one difficult topic this week. It might not be money. But I think taking that first step in addressing a difficult situation, you're going to see that you and your spouse can actually work some things out. Or you might fight all week and really need to hear us next week. So (laughs) either way, way, I want to challenge you to have one address, one difficult topic this week. There's your homework. We are so glad that you were able to join us. We are Prime Marriage Podcast. And we put marriage first. And it is only divisible by one. Bye.